Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover life hacks, habits, personal mastery, interesting concepts and ideas, stories, ancient and modern wisdom, all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. I am your host, Jakub the Funky Warrior, and today we'll cover the three key things you need to master and control to get the best out of each day. There are so many things we want and need to accomplish every day. Work, see friends, have some time for ourselves, relax. But are we really running our lives or maybe our lives are running us? Let's explore how we can manage our days and get the best out of them and the best out of ourselves. First, let's hear the review of the week from Matthew. Love this podcast. It's been what I've been looking for. I've been really enjoying this podcast. I love the boost it gives me in the morning. Love the discussions of philosophy, the stories, and putting it all together in a condensed format. This is not a shallow motivation podcast. It really goes in depth and gives you things to reflect and build on. Also love the humor. Five stars. You've got a weekly listener. Thank you so much, Matthew. I appreciate you. And to all the others that haven't yet left a review or a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. You can pause the podcast right now. It takes five seconds. Thank you so much. Jim Ron said, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I strongly doubt you want to just get by in life, just want to let the boat follow its natural course and take you wherever it wants to go. Just the fact that you're listening, I'm sure you want to live life to the fullest, bring the best out of you. But it's very easy to get carried away by each day, let people throw their priorities on us, us being reactive rather than proactive, and just try to do everything. We all had those days, been really busy all day, but at the end of the day, you look back and ask, what have I done today that really mattered, that moved the needle? But this is just to make you reflect. This is actually not the topic of today. Let's say you've assessed already and decided what you need to do. You have clarity on that. And now you want to accomplish those things. But how to work smart and not hard. How to not feel stressed or overwhelmed. How to get done what you wanted and feel energized and proud of yourself at the end of the day. There are three key metrics that you need to look and take control of. Time, energy, and attention. 
And this is a concept inspired by the book Productivity Project by Chris Bailey that I strongly suggest. And remember, first step in almost anything in life is first bring awareness to something and then take one step at the time. Don't ignore it, but also don't expect to master something in two days. So first time, how can you control and master your time? First, planning your day. And you should do the most hard and important things first. Really, in this case, prioritizing is key. And sometimes we want to do the more easy and the more enjoyable and the more quick and fast tasks first just to get that feeling of productivity, but then we don't end up doing the things that matters the most. So I would really suggest that you plan first your day in the morning or the day before, and then you simply stick to the plan. And the beauty of planning your day before the day is that you will also make time for the things that matter, which means seeing some friends, having some time for yourself, Otherwise, you will just end up with a huge to-do list. You will try to do as much things as possible. You will feel overwhelmed and stressed and you will only get to half of your to-do list at the end of the day and feel that you have so much more to do. A very important thing to do is assign time limits to tasks. There's this law called the Parkinson law saying that the more time people dedicate in advance to a certain task, the longer it will take to complete it, even if it could have been completed in less time. So for example, you have a paper or a presentation for work. If you give yourself a full five days to work on it, maybe you will spend the full first day doing just research on the subject, what others are saying or what data is out there. But if you tell yourself, I have two days to complete this task, you will probably go to the source more quickly. You will work more smart. You will go maybe to the source of the information. And instead of reading seven or eight studies on the subject, you will go to one or two that resumes and gathers all the information. Also, we have, and that's more of a mindset rather than a technical thing, but we have to let go of the hustler mentality. And I'm the number one guilty of that for so many years, and I probably still have some debris from that. But we think that working hard is the thing that will bring us success and that will accomplish more things. But actually, it's working smart that will. So, for example, one thing you can do to work smart other than prioritize and also plan your day is to automize the things that you often do. And just to put that into perspective, even if you do something one minute per day, whatever it is, that one minute per year is more than six hours. So the compound effect of time spent on tasks that come often is insane. So for example, paying your bills or even shortcuts on your phone or your computer for things that you write often, your number or your email, you can do shortcuts for these things. Also scheduling your admin stuff, tracking things. For sure, they are things that you do almost every day that you think, oh, that's just one or two minutes, but don't think of it as two minutes today. Think of it two minutes every single day of my year and what it looks like and what it comes up to at the end of the year. 
And something that helps also is putting tasks into bulks. So for example, your messages, checking your messages or responding, your emails, your meetings, if you put them in bulk, you will have designated times of your day for let's say certain meetings or certain tasks and you will not go from left to right and jump from task to task too quickly, which takes off your focus and your energy. And I know that in this episode, there are a lot of information. So feel free to pause at any time, take some notes, give yourself a reminder, something you want to think of later on or something you want to do later on. Don't just rely on your memory of, oh yeah, I'll do this. And then you forget by the end of the episode. So second thing is energy. So we have different waves of energy throughout the day. Obviously, it can vary a little bit from person to person depending on a lot of things. But to put simply, you have a natural boost of energy in the morning. It lowers in the afternoon and you have a rise late afternoon and in the evening. So you could strategically place certain tasks in the moments that you have more or less energy in order to really use that momentum in your advantage. Then a lot of us probably spend most of our days sitting down. You need to at least once an hour. So every 50, 55 minutes, get up for a few minutes. Let that oxygen in your body, let the blood flow, breathe a little, move a little. It's also the perfect moment to drink a little bit of water and give your brain a little break in order then when you sit down a few minutes later to jump right back into your task, what you were doing and not go into brain fatigue. Then obviously nutrition is super important. If you eat a lot of sugar and then you have highs and then sugar crashes, if you overeat, if you're not giving your body the proper nutrients, obviously it's going to affect your energy. Also something that we kind of take at the same time for granted and overlook and forget is to breathe properly. And the thing with breathing is that it's not something you force. Your body breathes naturally. So you just have to sit or stand properly to give your body that space in order to breathe naturally well. But if you want to bring your awareness to your breathing sometimes, kind of a simple rule is that you want longer and more bigger breaths rather than short ones and little ones. Then obviously that comes as no surprise, the quality of your sleep will have great impact on your energy. So if you want to get the best out of your day, you also have to get the best out of your night. Another big energy killer is obviously stress. And we've done a whole episode on this in the past. You can listen to it. But to put simply, find out what stresses you and find either a solution or change your perception. So for example, you have a big presentation coming up. Instead of stressing and seeing it as something that you don't want or you want to not think, but then you think even more of it and it stresses you even more. How can you be best prepared? Plan it out. Do little steps every day and then you will be ready for it. 
And even if it's something bigger, like your quarterly goals or something that will take a few months, you have to realize that actually that stress could also be a source of motivation, something that you know you want to reach and that gets you excited. And you know you will perform obviously at your best being motivated and not stressed. So even logically, if you take a step away and think about those goals or that presentation, see it as something that brings the best out of you rather than crushes you down. And then plan it out and do a little step every day and you'll kill it. The next thing might sound counterintuitive, but learn to say no. We think that saying yes is this positive kind of mentality and approach. And you want to help people be present, be a good friend, be a good coworker. But actually saying yes to everything brings more stress and more pressure to your daily life. Another thing to have energy is obviously exercise. And we often see exercise as this going to the gym for one hour. It's a big commitment. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be a walk. It can be 10 push-ups. It can be those little things that you do once or a few times in the day. And it's actually better to have that daily consistency, even if it's small, to build that habit rather than that something that you do once or twice a week that you kind of feel that you've accomplished. But then on the days that you don't do it, you don't have the benefits of those exercises. Next one, that kind of ties into the levels of energy throughout the day that you have naturally with your circadian rhythm and with everything that goes on in your brain and in your body. But use caffeine in the right moments. Most of us take that coffee straight away when we wake up, but we are in that moment experiencing a natural boost of energy by us just waking up. So the ideal would to be wait at least one hour after waking up and then have another coffee after lunch because that's when you have a natural down in your energy levels and also you're most probably digesting your lunch so there your coffee will really help you and obviously and actually I feel that there's a lot of obvious in those but obviously hydrate throughout the whole day Always keep a bottle or a glass of water beside you. Your brain is 80% water. That's where all the information is processed. That's where your focus and your attention kind of is managed. So if your brain is not properly hydrated, you cannot function at your best, period. And the last one is attention. And that's a little bit more tricky because we tend to think that attention is basically what you have in front of you, right? You're working on your computer or something. That's where attention goes. But as we covered in other episodes, we are all over the place. Our attention spam has been going down and down throughout the years with all the overload of information and stimulation and dopamine and the notifications and everything. So first, in order to get into kind of a flow zone, so you really focus on something, you have to commit to one task at the time. Multitasking is literally your attention and productivity and energy killer. So commit to one task at the time. What helps also is put some background music that is kind of repetitive with no lyrics just to kind of get into that zone. 
Also, what really helps is the emotional involvement with the things that you're doing. So you need to kind of connect and understand and see the purpose of what you're doing. Know why you're doing it. Even if you don't enjoy it, at least you know why you're doing it and it will give you that boost of attention and focus. Obviously, to have your full attention on something, you have to manage your distractions. We've talked about this in the past, but your phone and your laptop, all those reminders and notifications, put them on silent and give yourself fully to that one task and help yourself by getting rid of as much distractions as possible. Also, following the principles of your energy levels throughout the day, it's not always the same for everybody, but general rule, do more focus and creative and important things in the morning and more technical things in the afternoon. Why? Because your energy battery, your focus battery decreases throughout the day. And also we have that down of energy in the afternoon. So this is a better moment to do more technical and more redundant tasks that don't need as much brain power as let's say a more creative or a more focused or a more important task in the morning. And finally, your environment. You need to declutter your workspace. You cannot focus if you have so many things around you on your desk that takes your attention whether you even realize it or not. So declutter, make your workspace more enjoyable, more clean, more beautiful, more welcoming. So the key lessons, and there's a lot of information here today, I know, but the key lessons... The three things that you need to take control every day, your time, your energy, and your attention. If you're busy, it doesn't mean that you're productive. So make sure you choose the tasks that you will tackle, the things that matter the most, and the things that are aligned with your goals and your objectives. And do one thing at the time. Take a decision of what you're about to do and then commit your energy and attention and time fully to that. Remember, multitasking is a productivity killer. So now, a few questions. What can you do with all of this? First, Take a look at the things you do every day. You can either write them down, look at your schedule, however you organize your time. Are they aligned with your priorities and goals? And actually, what are your priorities and goals? What are you working towards to? Then make space for things that are the most important. What can you eliminate, automate, or delegate, or all the eight, that will help you focus more on really the things that matter? Work smart, not hard. And what I would suggest is just pick one thing, the one that you resonated the most with today, and reflect on it and put it into practice, take a decision. And then once this is done, Pick another thing. And once this one is done, pick another thing. One step at a time. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this will help you gain clarity and bring the best out of you each and every single day. I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind 
that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.